And we're live. Thank you guys for coming. I figured I would uh, just kind of jump right into it with the uh, the My Book of Bible stories. Like, I'm kind of interested in this, this whole book. Of course, I grew up with this book, the, the, uh, the My Book of Bible stories uh, from, uh, I think, 19... What was it? It was, uh, let me see. This is page 22, so I don't lose my place. This book was published in 1978. Coming. Uh Uh-oh. I figured I would... uh, The friggin' preview started playing uh, (laughs) a minute ago. I gotta remember to mute that preview. Anyway. Yeah. 1978. That's when this book came out. Um, I think that's pretty interesting, because I was born in 1989, right? And I was reading this book, I think around... Uh, what, 1996, 97, 98? I think I was seven, eight, nine years old when I was reading this. And it's really interesting. Um, just, uh, I, I was watching the John Cedars channel recently. I, I'm sure you guys know who that is. Most people do anyways. Um, he's a little bit smaller than me, but he exposes Jehovah's Witnesses so well. And he was talking about this book. And he was pointing out how violent all of the pictures are in it. And I was like, you know what? He's right. Like, every picture in this book is violent. Look at this. Okay. This is the one non-violent picture in it. A brave man. And it's just a guy standing there with his arms open, right? But let's just take a quick glance through some of these pictures. Because I think right here, giants in the earth, this is where we were were, going to start off. But let's just take a quick look here. Um, I don't know what's happening in this picture. These people are getting drunk, I guess. I don't know. Then we've got giants beating people up, right? And then, okay, so this is the Noah story. Look, okay, these people are crying. Wait, oh, they're laughing. Okay, they're laughing at Noah. And Noah's just standing there taking it like a champ. Yeah, okay, so these pictures aren't too violent. But look at this one. This one's pretty freaking violent, man. These animals are are drowning to death. Trying to stand on wood. Look at this. This is violent, man. This guy's drowning. This is crazy. These pictures are really violent, actually. What's this? They're sacrificing an animal here. That's crazy. Uh, Then they talk about the rainbow. Uh, Let's see. Yep. Yep, Egypt, I think. You know what I find is interesting is in the Bible, I decided to give the Bible a read, right? So I downloaded the Bible on audiobook. Because I've read a lot of, like, cherry-picked verses from the Bible, but I felt like I hadn't really given it a good read beginning to end. So I decided to give it a read. So I download the audiobook. This is recent. This is probably a few years ago. It was after I was atheist. I may have already... It was right when I started my YouTube channel, I think. Um, so anyways, I was, read, I was listening to the Bible on audiobook, and they talk about Noah's flood. <coughs> and they're saying, Noah uh, and his family built this big old boat, blah, 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 and then they were in it for a year, and then they stepped off the boat, and nobody else was alive, uh, they, everyone else died, and then they stepped off the boat, and then Noah's sons went to speak to the Egyptians. 
It's kind of like a logical leap from one thing to the other. Like they get off the boat after everybody died and then they go speak to the Egyptians. Where did the Egyptians come from? That is bizarre. Uh, so anyway, I know it's pretty interesting. Um, I kind of wanted to read the Bible, just kind of study the Bible instead of the Bible storybook. But there are a lot of channels out there that already do that. And so I, I, I don't know. I just wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to think different, Apple style. So anyway, um, yeah, this is a pretty interesting book, though. So let's just take a quick look. Giants in the Earth. If someone were walking toward you and he was as tall as the ceiling in your house, what would you think? That person would be a giant. At one time, there really were giants on the Earth. The Bible shows that their fathers were angels from heaven. But how could that be? Remember, the bad angel Satan was busy making trouble. He was even trying to get God's angels to be bad. In time, some of these angels started to listen to Satan. They stopped the work that God had for them to do in heaven. And they came down to earth and made human bodies for themselves. Do you know why? Okay, now, let's just pause here for a second. This is something that I assumed... Uh, was just in the Bible. I assumed that this bit was from the Bible, but I don't know that for a fact, Coming, uh, come to think about it. I thought that the Bible said that angels came to earth and mated with humans and made Nephilim or the, you know, like the giants that roamed the earth attacking people or whatever. I thought that was why, uh, I thought that's where the Nephilim came from. Were, uh, were like basically the sons of human demon hybrids or whatever, um, which they're depicting here. You know, they're super tall and they're powerful and they steal things and beat people up and all that good junk. Um, I don't know that the Bible says that, though. It's possible that that was just totally made up by Jehovah's Witnesses because they have a tendency to do that kind of thing. Uh, that's something I should probably like look up next time. But anyway, thought thought that was kind of interesting. Jehovah's Witnesses have, like, a lot of really big logical leaps like that. Like, they assume that this is how it happened. They don't have any evidence for it whatsoever, but they assert it anyways in all their literature. Okay, back to what I was saying here. Um, trying to find the right place. When the angels and their wives had babies, these babies were different. At first, they may not have looked very different, but they kept growing bigger and bigger and getting stronger and stronger until they became giants. These giants were bad, and because they were so big and strong, they would hurt people. They tried to force everyone to be bad like themselves. Enoch had died, but there was one man on earth who was good. This man's name was Noah. He always did what God wanted him to do. One day, God told Noah that the time had come for him to destroy all the bad people, but God was going to save Noah and his family and many of the animals. Oh, I see. Okay, there's a comma there. I missed the comma. God was going to save Noah, comma, his family, and many of the animals. Let's see how God did this. Two Bible verses down there. See that? Uh, Genesis 6, 1 through 8, and then Jude 6. I wonder what Jude 6 says. Let's just see. Um, I bet it's a band or something. Jude 6. Yeah. And the angels who did not keep their positions of authority but abandoned their proper dwelling. 
These he has kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. Okay. Um, interesting. I don't know where, like, I don't know where Jehovah's Witnesses feel this, this verse led them. Uh, I don't know why they felt compelled to put it, like, in, you know, in the bottom of this page here in reference to, like, the Nephilim and stuff. This this is just like a completely different part of the Bible. Jude six. This is like way way later. I mean, it's not old test or it's not New Testament. It is still Old Testament, just like Genesis. But it's kind of odd that they conflated those two. Jehovah's Witnesses have a tendency to just kind of take two verses from the Bible and and put them next to each other and just read them side by side as though one was talking about the other just throw context out completely they believe that that is how it should be read just throw out context um with many things like they'll 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 cherry pick like four or five verses that say one very specific thing and then uh you know they'll read those verses one after the other and uh yeah, and then they'll make, um, they will prophesy based on that. It's really weird the way they do it, and it's incorrect. It's an incorrect interpretation of the Bible. I mean, whoever wrote this stuff did not intend for it to be read that way. You know, I don't know, who knows? Maybe they did. It's just a really weird way to do it. So, it's kind of like Bible code in its own way. But anyway. Like I was saying, Enoch had died, but there was one man on earth uh, now who was good. This man's name was Noah. He always did what God wanted him to do. One day, God told Noah that the time had come for him to destroy all the bad people. But God was going to save Noah, his family, and many of the animals. Let's see how God did this. Okay. And there's a crazy freaking picture that they put in here. Giants stealing stuff and choking this chick out. Dude's choking this chick out over here. He's about to punch her in the face. God. Okay. Noah builds an ark. Yeah, somebody said kinky. <laughs> okay. Uh, planar walk said kinky. Anyway. Noah builds an ark. Noah had a wife and three sons. His sons' names were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And each of these sons had a wife. So there were eight persons in Noah's family. Huh. You're some kind of scraping outside. That's weird. God now had Noah do a strange thing. A strange thing. They called it a strange thing. He told him to build an ark. This ark was large like a ship. Keep hearing weird noises outside. Anyway. This ark was large like a ship, but it looked more like a big, long box. Make it three floors high, God said, and put rooms in it. Three floors high. Okay. The rooms were for Noah and his family and the animals and the food all of them would need. God also told Noah to fix up the ark so that no water could leak in. God said, I'm going to send a great flood of water and destroy the whole world. Everyone not in the ark will die. Noah and his sons obeyed Jehovah, ugh, God, that name makes me cringe still, and started building. But the other people just laughed. They kept on being bad. Nobody believed Noah when he told them what God was going to do. Yeah, and here they are, chuckling it up, over here, pointing at him, laughing at him. 
Probably flashbacks from high school for Noah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is really interesting, though. I mean, I don't know if you guys watched... Um, <laughs> yeah, chuckle fucks. Bunch of chuckle fucks. Says Baphomet Babe. I was thinking that word, too, but I wasn't going to use it. Because YouTube. Anyway, um, I used it anyway. I, I'm sure most... No, oh, it's fine. I, I'm sure most of you probably... Uh, have seen like the Ken Ham debate with uh, like with Bill Nye. That was actually a really, really interesting debate. Um, I thought it was fantastic. And he actually put a lot of focus on Noah's Ark and the, the whole story and how incredible it is to believe something like that. Like how unlikely it is for something like that to be true. I, how many laws of physics would have to have been broken for that story to actually have taken place? Bill and I put a lot of focus on that. And I thought that was a really interesting route to take. And I really appreciated that Bill and I put the time and work into researching um, like all of the the statistics and everything that he needed to disprove the Noah's flood story. It was really, really fascinating. Basically said, if you believe that Noah's Ark was a real thing, um, you would have to believe that, I mean, only a certain number of animals could fit on an Ark that size, right? So we have estimates of how big we believe the Ark may have been. Even the highest estimates. So, the Bible measures it in cubits. So what is a cubit? A cubit, from my understanding, is the length of <clears throat> your arm from elbow to wrist, I believe. Or from elbow to uh, first knuckle or something. I don't remember. Somewhere in there, right? And so the Bible measures the ark as being this many cubits. Well, we don't know how big their arms were back then is the argument from creationists from young earth creationists i assume i don't have any young earth creationists here i know i have some um you know some christians here and that's 100 percent totally fine if you're not extremist you're totally good in my book but i'm going to dispel these extremist ideas so if you're creationist young earth creationist you're an extremist in my book and you're going to need to hear this um, so their argument is, we don't know how big these people were. Their arm, you know, these people could have been 20 feet tall. You know, Noah could have been 20 feet tall for all we know. And his, so a cubit to him could have been where it may be like a foot and a half to us. It may have been five feet for Noah. So the, you know, I don't know how many cubits the Bible says. I don't even remember now. Say 900 cubits or 1,000 cubits for a round number. 1,000 cubits may have been 1,500 feet for us. But, that, but according to creationists, they're saying, you know, 1,000 cubits could have been uh, 5,000 feet. It could have been 5,000 feet long, the boat could have been. And that's fine. So let's just take a really, really, really obnoxiously high estimate uh, and say 5,000 feet, whatever. The biggest boat you can possibly feasibly make it 
without being absolutely ridiculous. You still could not fit seven of the clean and two of the unclean animals of every type of animal on the planet in that boat. Absolutely no way. Not to mention the fact that, uh, you know, he didn't have access to penguins. He didn't have access to kangaroos or any of that stuff. But notice in this picture, there are kangaroos jumping in the background. Where did those kangaroos even come from? Where, I mean, they live in Australia. They're on an isolated continent. Um, where did the giraffes come from? Usually they live in Africa. Of course, this is kind of in that region, so it's not completely out of the question, I guess. Um, look, black bears and tapers and, and anteaters and, and all this junk. These animals live in completely different regions of the world, separated by oceans. Um, and even if they weren't separated by oceans, they're separated by thousands and thousands of miles. It's absolutely ridiculous to believe that, you know, he could have gathered all these up. But even if he could gather them up, um, he could only have fit so many on that boat. So let's just say hypothetically, this is a ridiculously, obnoxiously high number. But just say hypothetically, he fits 15,000 um, species, or say 7,000 species, 15,000 animals, even though there were seven of the clean and two of the unclean. Let's just be generous here and say 15,000 animals on that boat. What about the other millions of species? 15 million other species. What happens to them? Uh, what about viruses? I mean, what, what about you know, bacteria and all this other stuff is it, it, I mean, it can't plants. What about plants? Plants cannot survive in underwater for a year. It is not possible. It's an absolutely obnoxiously ridiculous story. And Bill Nye points that out in that debate pretty well, I think. Um, and he did all the math on that and the, all the statistics. So here's the bottom line with the math. If you want to claim as Ken Ham does, that Noah brought 15,000 species on, or I'm sorry, um, 15,000 animals on the boat with him. And then they kind of micro-evolved into the variations that we, that we have now. We would have, uh, so evolution, for one thing, is he's admitting it's real. At least micro-evolution he's admitting is real in that case. If that were true, the rate at which they evolved would be insane. You'd have like five, six, seven new species a day or something. I don't even remember now. Um, but you guys, you should really watch that debate if you haven't seen it. It's super fascinating. I'll see if I can post a link to it in um, in the description of this video when I'm done. But anyway, yeah. Really, really good debate. He really debunks uh, the shit out of this whole argument. But anyway. Okay, let's continue reading. Uh, actually, real quick... Uh, Crate, if you have questions, then now is the time. If not, then then it's fine. Do I you? do not, in fact, have questions. Okay. All right. That's fine. I'll just continue on then. If you do, then just pop in at some point and let me know. Will do. Okay. Anyways, uh, so let's continue reading. God also, also ugh, oh my God. God also told Noah to fix up the ark so that no water could leak in. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. They didn't have nails. They didn't have wood sealant. 
I mean, this dude built a giant boat without nails or wood sealant or anything. I mean, it's just a completely insane story. It's completely unreasonable to believe it. Okay. Um, enough harping on that. God said, I'm going to send a great flood of water and destroy the whole world. Everyone not in the ark will die. Notice, everyone not in the ark will die. Noah and his sons obeyed Jehovah and started building. But the other people just laughed. They kept on being bad. Nobody believed Noah when he told them what God was going to do. There are the people laughing at him. Yucking it up over here. Poor Noah. Oh, man. Anyway. Okay. Question. Okay. It's Noah. It's Noah related. Okay. Uh, Josh in wants to know what if the boat was a TARDIS made by Doctor Who, who unironically helped Noah. That's very possible. I think I've turned Christian. No. Uh, who knows? It's possible. <laughs> Anything's possible. God could have created us five seconds ago with the memories that we had before. I mean, that's possible, right? And we'd never know it. Um, you you just have to go with what the evidence uh, says. The, the best evidence that we have does not lead us to believe that Doctor Who is real or that the TARDIS is real or, or any of that other stuff. So anyway, is that the only question? No. Um, Jack Doe wants to know, how tall are you? Not that tall, surprisingly. Um, I'm only 5'10". I mean, I'm, you know, I'm reasonable. Are you really? Yeah, I'm only 5'10". You seem taller to me. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, let me, um, let me finish this one paragraph here, and then we'll stop with the book. Uh, do you have more questions? Nope, that was it. Oh, okay. We'll finish this then. It took a long time to build the ark because it was so big. Finally, after many years, it was finished. Now God told Noah to bring the animals into the ark. God said to bring in two of some kinds of animals, both a male and a female. But of other kinds of animals, God told Noah to bring in seven. God also told Noah to bring in all of the different kinds of birds. Noah did just what God said. Okay, now make note of that. Most people don't realize that they said bring in seven of the clean and two of the unclean. That's because there are multiple versions of the Noah story in the book of Genesis. It tells the story multiple times as far as I know. I mean, don't quote me on that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that they tell multiple versions. And in the first version, they say two of each animal, which by the way, is completely unfeasible. It's unreasonable to think that uh, you could get a breeding population. You could rebuild a species from two animals. Absolutely not possible. Um, and then it, and then the Bible says seven of the unclean later in a, a few chapters later, seven is even too few for most species. So for people, the rule is, and I looked this up because I was kind of interested in writing something of like a, a, a sci-fi book about people going to another planet or whatever, whatever, probably not going to do that, but I did look it up and <clears throat> The, basically, the minimum number of people that we would need to colonize Mars, absolute minimum, would be 50 people. Could not populate the Earth with, or could not populate uh, Mars or the Earth with fewer than that. 
if we have fewer than 50, we're, we're fucked. That's it. We're going to die as a species, period. Um, and we'd have to have breeding councils where uh, every man would have to breed with every woman for at least a few generations, at least those who weren't related to each other. Um, and then, so five, uh, so 50 is absolute minimum we could do. 500, we'd probably still have to have breeding councils. We couldn't be monogamous. We'd still have to be polygamous. Um, but, you know, it, it wouldn't be as difficult. 5,000, we could go full monogamy um, if we wanted. But we would probably still encourage people to have multiple kids with multiple people, ideally. So it's kind of the rule of five, I guess you could say. 50 people, we could do it, but it'd be hard. 500 be a little bit easier. 5,000, we could probably go monogamous if we wanted. Um, but anyway... It's it's absolutely insane to think that this guy took every animal on the planet and just took a breeding pair, a single breeding pair, onto an ark for a year with enough food for each animal for a year and then got off the ark a year later. All the plants were fine. All the saltwater fish were fine, even though rain is presumably freshwater. Uh, all the freshwater fish were fine, even though presumably, you know, some of the salt water mixed in. So everything was brackish at that point, probably. Um, you know, it, it's just a completely crazy story. And it's just an embarrassment that people really believe this. Uh, okay. I got a couple more questions. Okay. Good. Um, can we talk to your cat? Can you talk to my cat? Yep. I don't even know where he is. He's somewhere around here. Um, <laughs> yeah, usually he sits at my feet, but I don't feel him down there. I don't. And I'll, I'll give him a or, message. Or eventually have Beta Force Zero on. Who is Beta Force Zero? Yeah, who is Beta Force Zero? Yeah, I'm unsure. <laughs> the cat who that is. is the cat Beta Force Zero. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Um, uh, have you ever kissed a boy? I have not ever kissed a boy, no. And I actually see another question. How did kangaroos get back to Australia? So here's the claim with that. Um, oh, Modbot Beta Force Zero. Probably that, that, that may be who they were talking about. Anyways, um, how did kangaroos get back to Australia? Hey, there's the cat. Speak of the devil. Hey, kitty. He's meowing at you. So here's the question. How did kangaroos get back to Australia? And the... The explanation that uh, that creationists commonly give is there was a land bridge between Australia and um, what is the uh, what is the closest is it? No, I'm not even going to list a country because I'm going to embarrass myself. I I don't know geography very well. Um, let's see, Australia map. Images. Okay. So Indonesia, Thailand, India could have been like a, a land bridge between there, right? That's, that's the claim by creationists that there was a land bridge. Um, but there's zero evidence of a land bridge. Zero. There isn't a, I mean, submarines go through there all the time. There are, 
Uh, no kangaroo fossils. There's no evidence of any kind of a land bridge that's even sunken into the ground. And no evidence that there was ever an ice bridge. It's right near the equator, some of that. Um, it's just absolutely ridiculous to think that there was any kind of bridge of, of any sort. And there's zero evidence for it. So that's, that's what they claim uh, about kangaroos getting to Australia um, in Noah's Flood. It's just insane. Uh, by the way, um, hmm, we have 104 dislikes. That's very strange. Crate, do you have the first person on the list, the guests? Yep, that would be Lexi. Lexi, A. Wait a minute. Lexi, L's. Lexi, okay. Are you there, Lexi? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. How's it going? It's going good. So, what religion were you originally? Are you still religious, or...? Uh, no, I'm not. No? We haven't talked on here before, have we? On the podcast, specifically? Uh, no, you've called me once, but you caught me without a mic. Oh, okay, yeah. I remember. Well, anyway, so you, you were no, you were never religious, is what you were saying? Uh, no, I was raised, uh, Christian. Oh, okay. What kind of Christian? Do you remember, or do you know? Wasn't really that important, or...? Um, it, we kind of moved around a lot. We kind of did, there was some, uh, mostly Baptist and then we went non-denominational. Okay. That's cool. So like, how did it affect your life? Like what, in what ways did it affect your life? Was it a negative force or a positive force or? Um, I don't know. I mean, it kind of wasn't either. It was just kind of a thing that uh, my parents taught me and sure okay so it, it wasn't really like damaging in your life in any way is that fair to no, say no no it wasn't like no okay interesting so what is it that got you interested in this sector of youtube in the first place like what got you kind of pulled into cults and religion in general um i i don't really know actually um I've kind of been non-religious for a while, and mm. my parents aren't super happy about it. But I mean, really, what are they? What are they going to do? Yeah, sure. They're not happy about it, huh? They're they're kind of not. I'm, my mom is better, but my dad is always kind of pushing it on me. That surprises me a little bit because I would have thought if they weren't like as ser like if it if they didn't really shove it down your throat as much when you were younger, which I I kind of get the impression they didn't really shove it down your throat, right? Well, I mean, it's what they taught us. I was homeschooled, so, I mean, it's the only exposure I had. Oh, interesting. You were homeschooled. Yeah, I was mm. homeschooled up until, like, halfway through seventh grade. Mm, okay, so I was homeschooled. My parents pulled me out in seventh grade, and then I went back when all of my friends were in 11th grade. Um, so uh, what was that like for you? The homeschooling bit, was it hard to kind of adapt to going to school after all that or? Um, I mean, it was essentially kind of a complicated story because, um, what basically I was homeschooled up until my parents got a divorce. So, okay. um, so before then it was, uh, we were homeschooled with a Christian curriculum. So that's the education I had, basically. You basically go to a private Christian school is the education I had. Wow. But it was at home. Right. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't 
like I definitely wish I would have been in public school because at, when you're homeschooled, you don't really get to interact with a lot of people during right. the day. Sure. Like you're 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 kind of isolated. Like even though I lived in a pretty nice neighborhood, like it was un- an unincorporated neighborhood. It was unincorporated neighborhood, and there was quite a few kids there, but it it was not nearly as many social interactions as like public school. Sure. I'm with you. Um, so let me ask you this then, because like I said, my parents homeschooled me for like a, a few years. Right. And they like went through American school for my education, quote unquote, uh-huh. my, my, my education. And so they sent like books and stuff, but I didn't really do any of the books, but I've heard that a lot of people who homeschool like go hang out with other homeschoolers like they'll they'll schedule hangouts and and study sessions and stuff with other homeschoolers did you ever do any of that or um i guess i don't really know if it was because of the homeschool but we went to like like church small groups for the longest time and that's kind of kind of it was pretty similar to what okay. you're talking about interesting so it was kind of like church related stuff was mostly your only contact with the world yeah yeah pretty much (laughs) interesting okay yeah that's kind of how it was with me for a while was basically the church was really my only contact only problem was that there were only a couple of kids my age at the church for one thing and for another thing those kids really didn't like me so then that's that that's kind of the same with me. I was I, I I uh gosh. There really there really wasn't that many kids that my age my age either and I'm pretty sure everybody hated me anyway, so. Right. So you feel I was like a weird child. Oh yeah, man, me too. I know. I was too. Um so I I know exactly what you're talking about. So that is that fair to say that religion at least negatively affected your life in that way like maybe if you had just gone to school the whole time things would have been a lot better for you oh yeah for sure and do you think that your parents reasons for keeping you out of school were religious or do you think it was just just a decision they made i think it was partly religious but Mm. that's also just kind of like the type of people my parents are like they're really homeopathic and like tinfoil hat like conspiracy they're just that kind of people really they're kind of tinfoil hat conspiracy theory style huh yeah actually so oh gosh so literally i think it was last week monday uh my dad starts preaching to us about how the earth is flat and he's never done this before so like he apparently watched some some like youtube video or something and now he's a flat earther Oh, man, and it's a recent development, huh? Yes, it was literally the day after your last podcast. I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to talk about That's crazy, man. Well, at least you aren't, like, sucked into that stuff, right? How old are you now? Do you want to say? You don't have to. I'm 17. 17, okay. That's good, though, that you're not sucked into it because some people really get sucked into that stuff, you know? Like, if their parents have kind of a conspiratorial mindset when they're growing up, Sometimes people pick up on that a little bit. So I'm glad that you didn't, you don't seem to have picked up on that. Um, actually, my daughter, Kylie, she, Alpha Force Zero, she was just telling me about a, um, 
a flat earth video that she watched like a few days ago, interestingly enough. And she was telling me that um, some guy had a plate and an orange and he had a pitcher of water, right? And he said, yeah. floods don't make sense. Here is why floods don't make sense. Is this what happens on the earth when it floods and he poured the pitcher of water on the orange and it just poured right off, of course. And then he said, or is this what happens when it floods? And he poured it on the plate and then it pooled up, obviously implying the, you know, the earth is flat because blah, blah, blah. Um, and Kylie was like, see, the, the problem with that is that storms are localized and they're in the earth's atmosphere. And that's why, and she just completely debunked it. I was pretty proud of her for that. <laughs> but anyway. Well, and then he's seriously misunderstanding how gravity works. So. Yes. Yep. Or just completely disregarding it, pretending it doesn't exist. And, you know, that's a kind of a common thing with flat earthers. Uh, they, yeah. don't, they don't uh, believe like it. The, the argument that my dad was making when he first was telling us about it, yeah. he was trying to use the angle of the sun shining on the moon. But he was not mm. understanding that the sun is such so far away and so huge that it appears parallel. Yeah. But he wasn't understanding that the sun is so far away. And so he says, if the sun is below the horizon, how is how does it appear that there's a right angle right. shadow on the moon? But he's not under, he's not he's just like severely misunderstanding the whole physics of it. Yeah, I've actually. Um... I don't know if you've seen the channel like Vsauce before, but it's really oh, interesting. Yeah. I friggin' love Vsauce. Um, well, anyway, he actually addressed, I think in one of his videos, he addressed that whole thing where sometimes the moon is in the sky during the day, right? And right. you can see the sun reflecting off the moon, but they're at a weird angle from each other. Like, So you can look at them both, and it looks like a, a straight shot from one to the other, but the reflection from the sun is like way up higher on the moon than it than it seems like it should be and he actually talks about that and why that's the case on on one of his videos it's a really old one but it's a super interesting video you guys should watch vsauce if you haven't seen that i don't know if i've seen that video but i watch a lot i've seen a lot of vsauce stuff i really like the channel oh yeah man i've literally seen every vsauce video of all time like i sat there and just binged everything i freaking love that although i haven't watched it recently it's been a while i should probably go back and watch them again yeah and they've, they've been kind of inactive lately yeah but you know that guy michael uh what's his name it's michael something the guy that runs vsauce anyways he vsauce. Um, hey i'm yeah michael yeah. vsauce here hey vsauce michael here but yeah, anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> but he has another YouTube channel called Dong. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have. Uh, let me just see. Let's see here. I hope I'm not logged in. No, I'm not. Okay. Um, I can't actually watch any videos on here because I'll get like ads and stuff. But yeah, do online now, guys. Dong. It's got 1.2 million subscribers. Pretty interesting. That's a Vsauce channel. And then there's Vsauce 2 and 3. But you know... I don't know. I'm just not really a big fan of Vsauce 2. Vsauce 3 was pretty good. Did you oh, ever watch those? Yeah, I like Vsauce 2. Really? Yeah, I like the Jake Roper essays and movies and stuff. I haven't really watched a whole lot of it, but I feel like I didn't really connect with the dude's personality. Like the host's personality. Jake Roper? Is that? Yeah, that, that's the dude. 
I like so one of them has the piercing in his eyebrow, and the other doesn't, right? Right. Which one is is Jake Roper the one with the piercing in his eyebrow, or is that? Yeah. Okay, that's Vsauce three. And I definitely oh, connect is? with him. Yeah. He's oh, he's I, awesome. I'm, I'm getting confused on the numbers then. He had um he had cancer a little while back, didn't he? Like on I, his I leg. Have no Jake, idea. Jake Roper, yeah, he had cancer it, like on a bone in his leg or something and, and they had to like remove it or, or some crazy thing like that. Uh it's pretty insane. Yeah, but, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, he came out of it okay, so we're good. But yeah, he's he's pretty pretty cool but anyway yeah that's that's pretty interesting well i appreciate you coming on and talking to me it's been an interesting conversation and maybe we'll get you on another time okay yeah all right yeah this this, uh this was fun (laughs) all right later bye yeah that's that's pretty cool um i've watched all three of the v sauces and i've even watched dong dong is not too bad but it, I don't know, Dong isn't really as much my style as Vsauce is. And Vsauce actually has like a YouTube um, premium show on it or whatever called Mindfield. And of course, I have YouTube premium. I freaking love like the old YouTube Red. I love YouTube Red. I could not survive without it at this point. Um, it's really, really good. But yeah, um, Mindfield was okay. But it was really produced. It was like they had a whole set and they had lighting and cameras and the whole nine yards and it was too much like a TV show. It wasn't traditional Vsauce. And um, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't like the style change. I feel like it, was di- it wasn't genuine anymore. Mindfield wasn't. I mean, they, they covered really interesting topics and stuff, of course. But... Um, but yeah, I, I still prefer Vsauce. Anyway, okay, so the next person was... Wait a minute, let me find him in the list before I say... Uh, it's in the S's. Wait, where are the S's? Okay, Spudzilla, there it is. Are you there, Spudzilla? Can you hear me? Yeah, I am. You're a little bit quiet. Is uh, Can you get a little bit closer? I'll turn you up here on my end, too. Yeah. Are you there? Test? Yeah, I'm still here. I can't hear anything. Can you guys hear him? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, he's quiet, but we can hear. Hmm. Okay. Let I'll me I'll get my mic increased. Let me get a little bit closer to the uh the speakers and turn it up. Okay, testing. Can you say something? Yeah. Test okay, perfect. That's better. So yeah. uh like what religion were you originally? Are you still religious or so I was suddenly born into um, the JWs. You were, really? Yeah. How old are you now? I'm 18 now. Um, I left when I was six-ish, if I remember right. Oh, okay. So how did that happen? Like, I guess your parents kind of didn't really believe it anymore? Or what What happened with it? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So That's they, I, I assume they kind of shoved it down your throat up until that point. I don't even remember it really. All I remember was, like, songs there. Right? That's so crazy, man. Well, I'm glad that you didn't end up, like, growing up in that, because that really sucks. I still, like, I I bet you probably have this, though. Um, Every now and then, I'll be watching a YouTube channel or video or whatever, and they're talking about Jehovah's Witnesses, 
And then they play one of the old Kingdom melodies, and it just like throws me back into that body, you know, of that like that six year old kid listening, just singing before the meeting or after the meeting. It's so crazy. It's like surreal, you know. Have so, you ever had any of that? Something similar happened like when I was at my grandma's funeral recently. Mm. Like I just instantly like when they started doing the ending closing songs pretty much, I just like without even thinking just started joining in. Yeah. Almost. You know, like it kind of wigged me out because I didn't it's like, wait, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. So it, are the other family members still Jehovah's Witness? It was it just your parents that left or Well, my grandparents still were, um, but they kind of like Seem like my dad's side of the family um, lived quite a ways from us where we lived, and then my mom's side, they're just like, don't really care. Well, they didn't really care. They just like didn't acknowledge it, right? <laughs> much. Mm, so we still got to see them and everything. So, so you're saying that your grand your grandparents were Jehovah's Witness? Yes, on both sides. Okay. Wow. Like your whole family was in it. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. intense. So they didn't really care then, you said? Well, it was weird because it's like we weren't in it and then it's like it just they didn't shine or anything. It was weird. Most that of is time. weird, yeah. That's really interesting. Well, I mean, that's a plus then, I guess, right? Because they didn't... Yeah, it's true. I mean, it, it gets really ugly sometimes with some of that stuff. But that's lucky. So what is it that yeah. kind of got you interested in this section of YouTube? Like, what what brought you to my videos in the first place? Let me guess. Was it Professor Stick's videos? Yeah, actually, it was. I knew it. Oh, I knew it. Yeah. yeah. Good old Professor Stick. He's a good friend of yeah. mine. Thank you, Professor Stick, for shouting me out so many times. <laughs> Uh, I think I found you, or I found about you on the first video that you talked about you too. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. I've known him since, um, I think we were like 50 or maybe 100 subscribers big. And uh, I was, he started like two months after I did. And, and Logic shouted me out. So let's see. I yeah. started in March. He started in May, I think. So I, I probably had like 200 and he had like 100 or something. And um, yeah, we've known each other ever since. He's he's a cool guy. Yeah. But anyway, that's pretty interesting, man. I'm glad that you, uh, yeah. you know, you didn't get trapped in that or anything. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So. What was funny is both my moms, on both of my sides, like my parents' brothers all left basically quickly too after. Right? Yeah. Your mom's brothers, you say, they all kind of left too? My, my mom's and my dad's like oh, left pretty much as soon as they got out of the house. That's awesome. So like basically the only people left in it are your grandparents, both sides, right? Uh, For the most well, part? Well, one side is gone and the other side is only grandparent left now. Mm. Yeah, it's similar with like me and my family. All of them are out now except my mom. She's the very last one. But before they got out, I was shunned by like my, you know, my brothers and my, well, my brother and my sister and my dad. I mean, all Jehovah's Witnesses who were in my family, including my two cousins and my aunt, they all shunned me at one point. But now well, every one of them is out except my mom. Even my aunt and my cousins are out. So pretty happy about well, that. The funny thing is my grandma um, on one on one side is like kind of was like faring not much into other family kind of right. side for some reason. And right. So yeah. we never really got to know him and we're just now starting to now we're having to investigate so much. Yeah. 
Well, that's pretty interesting, man. Uh, like I said, it's yeah. it's good that you didn't um, have to spend too much of your life trapped in that. That's that's really good to hear. I do wonder though, like I wonder what it was that got your parents to stop believing it. Do you know anything about it, or were you too young? I don't really know. Mm. I could probably ask right now though, because my parents are actually right next to me. You can ask if you want. What actually made you guys leave? Maybe trans. Um. So my dad just said, um, being trans because she didn't hadn't transitioned until after. Mmm. Yeah, that'll do it. Jesus, man, that must have been a struggle. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they got. I'm glad they found their way out. Cause really, it sucks being different in any way, shape, or form in that religion. Yeah. So that's really good to hear, but. Anyway, yeah, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me. Maybe we'll talk to you again, okay? See you around. All right. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, I was actually, like, when my channel was young, I was, um, like, going through the comments, and they were talking about... Uh, so, so a trans person came on in the comments, and they were talking about being trans and how it really like messed them up what the elders said to them about it and how messed up it was and it was basically just this little bit you know it wasn't this big long paragraph it was just a few sentences about how messed up they treat them and stuff like that and you should have seen like it was so split like half the people who watched my channel at the time were ex-Jehovah's Witnesses and the other half were Jehovah's Witnesses who were trying to investigate my channel, hoping it had something good to say, I guess. I don't know. So it was like half the commenters were Jehovah's Witnesses condemning this person, and then the other half were just shredding the Jehovah's Witnesses for what they were saying. It was really, really interesting. But yeah, like I said, I'm glad they found their way out. That's really good to hear. I mean, it really makes me happy. Especially when you were so young, six years old. I'm so glad that you, you know, you didn't get trapped in there for so long uh, throughout your whole life. But anyway, um, okay, let, let me just see here. Do you have any more questions for me, Crate, by chance? No, you I don't. do not. Okay. Nope. Final person then is Baphomet Babe. Are you there? Can you hear me? I am. Can you hear me? I can. You're a little bit quiet, but I'll turn you up on my end. That that should be fine. So uh, I'm on my phone. That's probably the problem. Oh no, it's good. I just turned you up. It's it's nice and loud now, so we're in good shape. So yeah, we've talked on here before, haven't we? I feel like we have. Um yes, but never on podcast. Really, never on the podcast. No, I've, uh, I signed up for the podcast probably a week or two into being on the server, and I've been waiting ever since. And I'm actually for currently real? sitting in 49th place, but people just haven't shown up. That's so crazy. I had no idea. I mean, you, you, you you've been staff. I would have... Right, well, I, I, I would have moved you up if I had known, because patrons and staff get priority on... Uh, because as far as I'm concerned, staff... Um, are donating their time and energy and patrons yeah, are donating their money. So. Say again. I said it, it doesn't bother me. I don't mind waiting just like everybody else. Okay. That's, that's cool. I guess you did end up waiting anyways, but you didn't have yeah. to. So there is that. But anyway, um, this is actually 
actually a really good pick me up. I just got out of the hospital with a kidney stone. Really? Oh my god! I've heard that's like like birthing a child before. That's how I've heard it described. Oh no! I talked to uh, I talked to your sister six bit about it. She said she'd rather give birth to ten kids with no <sighs> medication than have another kidney stone. God, that that sounds bad. Well, I know if I ever want to know what it's like to have a kid, then I can just have a kidney stone. So now I know. <laughs> uh, but anyway. So what religion were you originally? Since we've never talked on here, I'll kind of get a feel for um, your, I was, your history. I was born Roman Catholic, but I've always more or less, I never really believed it. I just kind of went along with it for the sake of my mother. Mm. Um, I've been a confessed atheist for probably about two years. Mm. And when I first came out to my mom, she started crying, going, oh, I failed as a parent. Was that recent? Um, it was about two years ago, but to this day, if you ask her what religion I am, she'll go, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's a Catholic because oh, I haven't wow. renounced my baptismal rights. That's crazy. Oh, my God. So what is the church like? Does the church know? I assume the church knows that you're... Um, I actually, I actually haven't been to the church since I was probably about 14, just because okay. our church where we lived was so far away mm. that it was like a... 15 20 minutes drive and mom just got tired of dragging me out of bed to go to church sure i can understand that that's interesting yeah you know like the one thing i remember about growing up as a kid was um like getting up in the morning and just hoping that it had snowed just listening for listening to the radio to see if there were any school closings of course now we have the internet we had the internet when i was little too i'm just saying but it was like so awesome when school closed, but no matter what, without fail, no matter how much it had snowed, we were going to the meeting, period, you know? Oh, yeah. Like my parents were so serious about that. So you said you um, were... To... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I got, it got to the point where my mom, she was like, oh, we're only going to attend Easter Mass and Christmas Mass, and we did that for a few years, and then we just kind of stopped going altogether. That's interesting. Even your mom stopped going, huh? Yeah, but they're not as strict about it as, like, the Jehovah's Witnesses. It's just, like, make it if you can, you know, make sure to, you know, pray the rosary whenever you get a chance, that kind of stuff. Right. So Roman Catholic, um, I've talked about them a little bit. In fact, I talked to Red Pill Religion, and he's, I believe, Roman Catholic. Um, They're actually pretty extreme in their own right, aren't they? Um, my church wasn't, but I know some can be. Mine was a very small church. The congregation was mostly older people. Um, right. We actually kind of got evicted from our old place and taken over by a trustful First Baptist Church, also known as Fort God, because it's just such a huge church. Its parking lot was where my church stood. Jeez, Fort God, huh? Oh, yeah. I'll see if I can send you a picture. Okay. Yeah, just drop it in um, voice text podcast there, and I'll take All a look right. at it. But anyway, that's crazy, man. Um, yeah, from what I understand, generally, Roman Catholics are, are pretty extreme. Of course, that see, this right here, this is a good example of why I feel like I can't categorize Catholicism as a cult, really, because it's too varied. It's too wide, um, too broad of a term uh catholic to you know yeah. to be a descriptor for anybody but anyways yeah that that's that's pretty interesting i'm glad that you didn't have too bad of a time with it though because that can yeah. really suck but so do your parents like kind of give you shit about it now to this day uh, or do they just kind of not really address it much as, as little as possible my mom avoids the topic at all costs um, simply because if she starts talking about it, I'll start arguing with her about like, 
the inconsistencies in the Bible. And actually, my dad, he's a much more moderate Christian. He's not Catholic. I forget what he is. I think he's Methodist. Mm, right. But we were, uh, I was on vacation with him, my mom, my sister's family, or no, my sister's friend's family and my sister. And my sister's friend's mom is like mega Christian, like believes the Bible is more or less literal. So right. she, so we so we get to talking and she goes, well, you know, how do she's the believes that the earth is 6,000 years old type of person. Right. So she got, she got to talking about, she was like, well, how do you know evolution's real? Ugh. How can you prove it? I'm, and I start pulling videos because I had been like just watching Professor Stick, your videos, all yeah. that the entire time I had been there. And I'm like, okay, well, we have the rock layers. We have this, we have that, we have the other. And I kind of lost some respect for my dad because he's like, how can you prove the rock layers? Oh my God, not that argument. Oh, that sucks. At that point, I was just kind of like, okay, dad, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much where I am with stuff. Usually, I'll just kind of let it pass. Like, if I, I don't know, some people have asked if I'm, if I'm like one of the angry atheists, quote unquote, or whatever. I honestly... Okay, I'm sending a picture of that church in the okay. voice text, too. Okay, got it. I'm pulling it up here. Let's see. Um. Okay, I, I, I'm going to see if I can pull it up without doxing myself i think that i think it's good i don't have anything that is revealing okay here we go for the podcast you guys can see that um or for the live stream i mean that's that's really nice actually it's a really it big is a church. nice church it's just huge like they demolished i think two churches to build that church jeez man that's crazy Jehovah's um, Witnesses mine church is actually got big. like the church that I was in uh, that was its parking lot. I'd been there probably up until I was about five years old. Then we just up and moved. Right. So and, you uh, said, yeah, that's Fort God. That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses are not usually their churches aren't that big and they're not like, um, I don't know. They're not all about how it looks. I mean, they want it to look nice and clean and, and pretty, but they're not all about big, expensive stained glass or or gold and whatever. Catholics, I've felt... Now, this may be an incorrect assumption, but I've just kind of gotten the impression about Catholicism as a religion that it's all about image. I don't know. Maybe it's just um, me. I think for some of the larger churches, maybe, mm. with a church as small as mine... It not so really, much. There really was no image. We were just kind of the only Catholic church in that area, so right. there was no reputation to uphold. Uh, we have Oktoberfest that we'd advertise. In my town, we have something called the Butterbean Festival, and they would advertise their Oktoberfest there all the time. Butterbean Festival. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's, I freaking uh, love Butterbeans. It's more or less, more or less a, uh, like a carnival-type deal. Right, right. And... I don't remember exactly why it's the Butterbean Festival. I just know that we currently, my town currently holds the record for the world's largest pot of baked beans. Oh, wow. Okay. The largest yeah, pot of baked beans. Yeah. That it is was like intense. a mini swimming pool. Right. Jesus. That's, that's pretty awesome. Well, they had it sitting out on the side of the main highway for like years. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. So your town is one of the world's largest towns, huh? It's got like, you know, like the world's largest pad of butter or the world's largest oh, ball yeah. of string or whatever. It's a That's pretty small, cool. Small, small town right in the middle of Alabama. Right? That's awesome. <laughs> well, anyway, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me. We are out of no time. No problem. Thanks though. for having me.
having me. Yeah, we'll get you on again sometime, hopefully. I mean, you know, you kind of get preferential treatment. You've been on here forever. So anyway, yeah, thanks for coming on. That's that's pretty interesting. Um, like I said, staff members, patrons get kicked to the top by default because the list is the size of Texas. And it's really, 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 uh, it's, it's a long wait sometimes. But you get kicked to the top automatically if you're a patron. That's kind of the hierarchy here, so, or a staff also, member. Also, because they are more likely to show up. We have a lot of no-shows every time. So. Yeah, we do. And, and like she said, I mean, she joined the server and signed up. And just now she's been, um, you know, she got on. So you got to understand that it's, it's a pretty long wait sometimes. So if you want to get kicked to the top, that's how you do it. Anyway, uh, do you have any questions for me or is that the... Yeah, I actually have okay. one more um, one more question. Okay, we're actually uh, over time, but it's okay this time. We can yeah. go over a little. <laughs> um, what is your favorite picture from a JW publication? My favorite picture from a Jehovah's Witness publication. That's, that's a tough one. That's tough because I remember flipping through all of these books when I was little and just being so amazed by the artwork. You know what? I'll do this. Why don't I just pick my favorite from the Bible storybook? What's my favorite from the Bible storybook? Uh, okay, we're on the Great Flood before I forget. Uh, yeah, that's where we'll start next time. Let me just look through the Bible storybook real quick and find one. Um, uh, while you're looking, here's another question page for you to 10. Uh, okay. answer. Um, Will we be able to get some gameplay streaming, Winky Face? I actually created a channel called Telltale Plays, like, I don't know, six months ago? Three months ago, maybe. And I never advertised it. I never did anything with it. It's just sitting there waiting. But I figure I better nab the name now, just in case. Um, but you know what? I could create Telltale Games. And now, no, you can't. now that no, the company is going under. No, is it really? Yeah, they're closing. Telltale Games is closing its doors. But I really like that company. They make yeah. great games. I know it's a shame. Um, but yeah, now I can get Telltale Games. So anyway, uh, I, I, that's probably a little crooked. Stealing, riding off of somebody else's success like that's crooked. But okay. Um, so here are some some of my favorite pictures from this book. Just from this book. A uh, man about to murder his son because the voice in his head told him to. Woman dying a horrible death for looking at something. Um, old man fucking his two daughters. Uh, those are some favorites of mine. Uh, let's see. This one really brings back memories, honestly. Kid um, shooting an arrow. What is this? There were two kids in this. There was... The good one, and then there was the bad one, I feel. Jacob and Esau, maybe? Is that who that? I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah, that's who that is. I don't know why I view them as good and then bad. That's probably how the Watchtower Society wanted me to view them. Like how they wanted them depicted. Anyway. Yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on. Can't wait to get back to the Bible storybook. Um, one of these days, I'm going to do the podcast at a different time for my European viewers. I, I haven't decided when that is yet. We'll see. I'll let you guys know. But, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on and, uh, and hanging out with me, guys. Talk to you next time.